Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Planet Film Network. Welcome back to the Planet Film Network, <laughs> and uh, welcome back to Planet Film Live. I am one of your hosts, Sean Monk. Um, yeah. I'm your host, TJ Cornwell. And uh, today, as you can tell from the title, we're going to be talking about our most anticipated movies for 2022. Um, it's already 2022. Actually, I, I should even ask you, Dad, have we, we haven't talked since New Year's. How did uh, how yeah? Was the last new- time we talked was like right at midnight. Right. <laughs> how was your uh, How was your New Year's? Um, it was okay. I was I, I was at, on like a COVID scare. Oh right, isola- yeah, yeah, isolating. But it it was it was fine. Like, um, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Did just, you just do? So you didn't do anything, obviously. No, then. just right. chilled out here. You know, just watched. Yeah. Watch that stuff. And then, unfortunately, I guess we could talk a little bit like a first news story. I don't even know if we've talked about this or if you care. I can't remember where you're at with it. But um, so we were watching the Anderson. We were watching CNN, flipping between CNN and then the Miley News yeah, or one, whatever. Yeah. Um, Miley and Pete Davidson. Um, but then, like, right at, like, 12.10, uh, we flipped back to we've been watching through Impractical Jokers. Mm-hmm. And then right then was when Twitter exploded with the fact yeah. that Joe and and literally like I shit you not, um, my brain just broke because I went to call you Tim and then I was like no TJ and then I didn't go with anything, um, either or like I shit you not, we literally at like eleven o'clock which is when he made his post mm-hmm. but we didn't it didn't trend until after midnight right. At like eleven o'clock, we were watching *Impractical Jokers*, and we were saying, we were like, we were like, man, you know, Joe, like, he just doesn't get the spotlight. <laughs> on. And it's like, we were like, it's funny because the show, if you look at all the promotional images and stuff, they're always in like a little like bowling pin situation, mm-hmm. but he's always at the center. Like the show, even though they're all equal, the show kind of treats him like the leader. Mm-hmm. type of thing or at least the main one and i this is very subtle i mean it's not it's very they're equal but like if you had to pick one the show definitely puts joe forward as like the lead um and we were talking about that we were like you know q's huge in he's got other shows he's a mm-hmm. writer he does stand-up sal obviously has his huge podcast now that's mega famous yeah, see, as yeah. well as stand-up Murr is like an author, so he makes oh, shit. And I'm I like, didn't know I'm that. like, what does Joe get outside of this? You yeah. know what I mean? Like that type of thing. And then right then it was he's yeah. out. And I was like, he le- is he leaving for like a re- like why is he leaving? Yeah, so apparently some shit went down. Oh. Oh, so it's not like a good thing. It no, it's like- it's a fine thing. Like okay. it's not it's not anything bad yet that we that anyone knows of. Right. But apparently something happened with him and his wife. Oh. And then they are so they're getting a divorce. Separate, and he's yeah. yeah, and so because they're separating He's got to take time to basically be a co-parent, yeah, essentially. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. But the interesting thing is, and I guess we'll see where it goes with this. Is the interesting thing is that um, he said he is no longer going to be part of Impractical Jokers. Now, there's Impractical Jokers, which is the four of them on True TV with that show by the same mm-hmm. name. But then there's the Tenderloins, which is the four of them. That's what the four of them tour as. Oh. That's like their group name. Okay. Yeah. He didn't say that he was not being that. A, he, that he was leaving that exactly. Right. So the Tenderloins, quote unquote, aka the Impractical Jokers, but for legal reasons, mm-hmm. the Tenderloins is what they're called as a comedy like quartet. Yeah. 
they have other shows. So they have a, a game show called The Misery Index on TBS. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he stays doing that. I wouldn't be surprised. They tour as the Tenderloins, not as yeah. the Impractical Jokers. What a name, Jokers. Tenderloins. Yeah. So, <sighs> so I, I think, um, I think there's a good chance that like Misery Index, for example, that's their game show, like on TBS. I think there's a good chance he stays on that because mm-hmm. that's also, and you also got to think, Impractical Jokers is the biggest show True TV's ever had. It's one of the biggest shows that you know that whole media empire has it's like a nine month shoot like that's a lot of time like the other ones i'm sure are much easier to work into his schedule and stuff like that and you know he made his post and then the jokers made theirs which was you know like we love like you know we love joe and stuff and we look forward to like helping him you know in our personal lives Mm -hmm. and you know still creating you know whatever whatever comedy blah 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 for you guys type of thing um so it's you know unless there is and I God I you know really knock on wood that there's not but unless there's some terrible story that comes out in a month you know with like terrible shit which yeah you know you hope not but you never know never these know. days um so yeah you know I I it's it's sad news and it was and it just was so freaky that we just had that conversation watch the ball drop and then I finally I opened Twitter. Um, I opened Twitter because Andy Cohen went on this like crazy rant about Bill de Blasio right at midnight. Um, oh, and I that's wanted, what was I going on. I wanted to see if it, if it was trending. So I okay. opened Twitter and I looked and that was the first thing. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was, so my um, New Year's was good, but it was tainted by that. Yeah. Cause I was like, what the fuck? Well, so my New Year's right, was, was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a few things that we, that were possible that we were going to do. And then we just kind of apparently, or not apparently. COVID cases are kind of surging or going mm-hmm. up at this point because of Christmas and all that stuff. So we kind of stayed home. We didn't really – we didn't do much. Um, yeah. We watched a lot of stuff over the weekend that maybe I'll, I'll get into a little later. But what I did want to touch on is something that did taint New Year's as well as that was that Benny White passed away. Yes. So that really sucked. Um, yes. It was one of those things where it's like – you know how there's some of those people that are will trend on Twitter and it's mm-hmm. like you click on it and it's like – it's always the Denzel gift of like I saw so yeah. trending and I thought they died and it's like the relief but this time she actually passed away which is really sad. Um, I think not even knowing like me and Danielle watched, I think it was like the same day or a day later we watched the proposal. I'd never seen it and I didn't even know she was wow. in it and I was like, oh, this is such a happy surprise. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, of course, so funny in it. Um, and I. I don't, I don't like have like a like the only thing I know her from is the Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, my my dad would watch that show all the time, and I would sometimes watch it. And um, she of course is like one of my favorite characters. Um, every, any episode I was watching, like, and I only I only watched a few. She was always so funny. And um, guys, did you even see like the? I think it was like People. They like had already printed like. Oh, made it two hundred. Yeah, like Betty and White, they were like, or yeah, and they were like in the in you know stores and everything. Well, and at, at movie theaters, they were doing that whole big, her hundredth birthday celebration was going to be like a fathom event. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my like God. the newbie trailer, the new they had like the newbie presentation going yeah. with it and everything. So. Wow, that was I, really I'd sad. assume though that was supposed to be like mid January around mm. her birthday. I would assume if there's tickets sold for that, they're probably going to keep it. And mm. rework it probably, or mm. just maybe because of the type of version she was, 
just air it. You know what I mean? Right. Just air, just air it as it was intended to be, as a celebration of her life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it doesn't change what everything that people said about her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like that type of thing where people are like, you know, have a funeral for for me. They just did this in the season of Curb, but um, <laughs> have a funeral like for me while I'm still around type of thing. Right. But it's almost like the opposite. It's like people just you know, without the twinge of you know that she's passed away like it's just people celebrating her and stuff like that so maybe that's like the best thing to do mm. is just you know air it as upbeat as it was originally going to air right but yeah yeah really another, another thing really with, sad. with the covid stuff um the you see the grammys are indefinitely delayed oh i didn't see they that supposed no. to be, i think it was supposed to be this month at some point but they pulled it and they said we don't know we don't know how or when it's going to happen uh-huh. because they didn't want to risk it, basically. So I think they were wanting to cut the audience or something like that. But, yeah, so that's been pulled. I did not and know And then that. also for a mixture of Spider-Man No Way Home success and also the coronavirus, then Morbius. Morbius got pushed. pushed which I heard, I was going to say, I heard it was kind of like that and also, like like you said, like Spider-Man is doing so well. Mm-hmm. That's like, why are we competing with ourselves? It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that'll be, again, that movie, I was just kind of like, okay, like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really, I'm not really in a rush to see that one. Yeah. Uh, that will not, I'm just going to tell you right now, not on my list. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, um, maybe, maybe it'll come up. But, uh, yeah, so basically that's kind of, you know, what we did. We played a lot of games that we had got. We played, uh, Sorry Rivals Edition, so it's like two player. We played Sorry, we played Monopoly. We played Uno with uh, my mom got me these like flip cards where it's like there's a dark side with villains and a light side. Ooh. It's like Uno flip. Danielle literally beat me in every single what, game. What villains is it? Is it like Disney it's like just like Thanos and um, oh. you know any Marvel villain basically. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And then there's all the heroes on the other side. Um, so basically, there's like a flip card, and then when that like the villain side are like you have to draw five cards instead of the regular one or two, so it's kind of like that. Um, Danielle Lily beat me in every single thing. She beat me in Monopoly. She beat me in Sorry. She beat me in Uno. Like, it was really bad. I only won Uno once. Um, and these were lucky ones, I just like to say. They weren't, like, skill-based. <laughs> yeah. Um, of course. Yeah, and then we watched – what did we watch? Oh, my God. I think we finished up – we watched the first uh, – that first, like, special Euphoria episode, um, which mm-hmm. was really good. Um, I did last week. Had we finished the season? We had finished the season, I think. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we watch? I have to look. We watched. Hold on. Uh oh, the Harry Potter thing. The Harry Potter. Oh, you know what? Let's uh, fucking... we gotta talk about. Yeah, let's do a let's do a um. I was about to say like emphatically. Yeah. Let's do a big talk about that. Let's do a let's do a medium to large talk about. Yeah, that. Because yeah, yeah. that that was that was a lot more of to talk about than I than I think I was expecting. Um, first off, I think the runtime was unexpected. Even, yeah, I didn't expect it to be that long. Even for the which I guess I never really like processed in my brain that like this is a pattern with HBO Max and mm-hmm. that like. Six months ago, they did the Fresh the Friends Prince. thing. The, the f- six months ago, they did a Fresh Prince reunion. Then three oh. months ago was the Friends one. That then was three months this. ago? Yeah. Then they did this one. Oh. And I was like, I didn't notice that it was like a thing they were, you know what I mean? Yeah. By that? Like, I thought it was just like 
did like nothing to do with each other but then i looked yeah. i was like oh yeah they are doing like a bunch of reunion specials like this isn't even the first one huh. but the other ones i think the longest one out of those three was the or out of those other two was the friends one and it was like an hour and a half this thing was to a full two hours yeah yeah it was it was really long it was I, very now, uh granted, you don't have you know what is friends 10 seasons something like that yeah, yeah. um so that's you know obviously that's more content it's like two hundred some episodes yeah that's more content to cover but the way that the Harry Potter one approached it was basically it was like it was two hours and every movie got like twenty minutes mm-hmm. type of thing and it was I liked that they did it in four chapters like it was two movies two movies two movies right. two movies that was really nice um, but yeah I mean. I'll let you go. I wish we had. I I do wish there there was. There were some problems, I will say. I do wish. uh, Well, one, (laughs) I thought it was very funny that they made it clear that the J.K. Rowling stuff was recorded in 2019. Yeah. They, like, clearly plastered that in the top right corner Mm -hmm. that recorded in 2019. Which again, I think you kind of had to have her in it because that she she has, she she has a created, combined you know she has a combined screen time of the three times that she's on yeah of thirty four seconds yeah so she's not in <laughs> like it a that's lot. it um, I do wish hours. like I wish we got like you know I and do, again it was great I loved yeah, it absolutely. but like I want to give me some Maggie Smith via Zoom or something I know. give me I know um uh. Michael, Michael Gambin. Gambin, yeah, um, yeah, it, even so, like David Thewlis, like yeah, Logan, like where like right. these guys who were just like, like David Thewlis is on an HBO Max show right now with oh him, is he yeah. with him and Olivia Coleman like like you don't have that guy's <laughs> number in your back pocket like right yeah um but again like you like you kind of said with the Zoom thing I think and I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago when they kind of announced who wasn't going to be in there mm. I think it was a thing of like you had to make it too uh leaveston like to the actual set like right. in order to to do it but but then it's like honestly i would have let even if it was like if it was like two and a half hours keep everything the way you had it and then just give me like a 30 minute zoom call with everyone mm-hmm. at the end you know what i mean like a moderated panel at the right. end of it with where you could have like michael gammon and you know maggie smith and stuff like hop on i don't know but other than that I think my only other issue with it was just kind of how the, I guess, and this is a very big, this is a very nitpick, like, Mm -hmm. because like I said, I really enjoyed it, I know TJ really enjoyed it, most people really enjoyed it, Um, is just kind of how the screen time was divvied up. Like, I just, I feel like you would, for some reason... I don't know why I would think this with something called Harry Potter Return to Hogwarts. <laughs> you would think you would maybe centerpiece Daniel Radcliffe a little more than they did. Yeah. It, it, you know what I mean with that? Like, it, like he did have big moments to shine, but I almost feel like it was Emma Watson that anchored the whole thing. And th- mm. th- I have nothing wrong with that at all. It's just, it's just, it was just weird to me. And he is in it a lot, but just even for as much as he's in it, he's Harry Potter. Right. Like, and also, every time he was in it, it was almost like he was the one interviewing other people. I want to know him. Like, like I want someone interviewing him, like, w- mm-hmm. with his thoughts and everything. Now, the I think, to me, the best thing, I think the entire thing could have just been the room with Rupert, Emma, and Dan. Oh, Cause yeah. Because that was, I, in my opinion, I don't know if you agree or not, or if the chat agrees with me, let me know. Mm-hmm. You know, Danielle and those who, who have watched it. 
Um, let me know what you think. But I think to me, everything else ripped out of it. The strongest thing yeah. was that Gryffindor common went, and they would cut to it throughout it. But it did get like its own little ten minute segment. Yeah. Was the Gryffindor common room with the three main mm. people? Um, Daniel said, "Don't forget about the whole Emma Stone or Emma, yeah, Emma Roberts, uh, Emma Roberts mishap yeah. thing, which I guess they edited, they re-edited it. But I don't know how you like I, <laughs> I don't know how you like, and I didn't catch it, and mm. I didn't go back to rewatch it. But I don't know how like you're editing that, and like, do they just like Google like yeah. Emma Watson as a kid? It's gotta be." Right, but like that po- that picture was posted on Emma Roberts' Instagram, I yeah. believe. So like, how not do you checking your shit, not checking your sources? I guess ridiculous. Yeah, at least they owned it, and they were like, "Oh, our bad." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, And then finally, a new Emma one. Watson hadn't said anything on, it, and I wondered if maybe she wouldn't. But then today, she oh, she did. <laughs> she Insta- she sent out, she posted on Instagram the picture, and she was like. She was like, I can assure you all, I was never this adorable when I was this age. Like, she was like, and she like tagged Emma Roberts in That's it. Funny. So, um, but yeah, like th- there was a couple things like that. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I don't know if you caught this. Oliver and James Phelps, Fred and George Weasley, they had the wrong names. That's what Danielle told yeah, me. Yeah, they had the wrong. They literally had the wrong names under them, and it was like that. That was. I don't know if maybe that was a joke. No, but it was that was completely not on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, so, like a couple things like that were a little questionable. Um, but I think that I think for me the highlight was I was glad, and we, you and I talked about this when I, like over Snapchat mm-hmm. was, um, the like in memoriam section. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think that was really really mm-hmm. good. Um, just the fact that they did it because it's one of those things where it's like it's almost everything else that the franchise is known for. It's also known for the fact that like many of the actors in it have passed away like mm-hmm. and at early ages pretty much too mm-hmm. like i mean um alan rickman he was like 69 when he died like i mean yeah. that's not like terribly young but it's still younger like i mean richard harris died when he was like 94 right that i don't even i'll just talk about that for a second too <laughs> i don't know who was doing the math or if, if it was chris columbus or something but if yeah. you know that it's going to take 10 movies to make these movies and you cast richard harris who is 90 mm. what did you think was going to happen you know what i mean <laughs> like oh he was not he did like how do you <laughs> it's funny too because when they were talking to chris columbus and he obviously did the first two movies and he was like i wanted to come back and i was like nope it was good it, you know you did yeah. you did your job with the the more chilled like kids kind of movies but it was time to move on to the more you know, Tina. Oh, never mind. He was not. He was not ninety. I was gonna say that, he yeah, didn't look ninety in the in the behind the scenes yeah. stuff that they showed. Um, oh, wait, actually. Oh God, yeah, I take that back wholeheartedly. <laughs> he was like, he was actually like young when mm-hmm. he died. He was the same thing as what I just said with Alan Rickman. He was the same age as Alan Rickman when he died. He was like, oh 70. wow, okay, yeah, Jesus Christ. He did. He definitely didn't look seventy. I'll say that. No, he yeah. Like, I thought he was like eighty. But yeah, that's that's crazy. Oh my god. But yeah, like what you were saying with Chris Columbus, that I did like that he, um, because if you go back and you look, there's like uh, behind the scenes stuff on all the movies on HBO Max. Yeah. And um, one of the things it goes into was like the whole process of like Chris Columbus not coming back for the third one, and that they were like all like scared shitless and stuff. And I liked in this that we got. Uh, a look into Chris Columbus saying like 
um, oh, I like I I always had so much guilt for basically leaving you guys. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I literally just couldn't do it. <laughs> like I, mm-hmm. it took so much out of me. I thought that was interesting too. That that he had said like he had had this guilt, but like once everything panned out, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like I think he could kind of release a little bit of that. Right. But yeah. I'm trying to think of like anybody else who was left out that it was kind of like. Oh, um, oh my God! Why is her character's name escaping me? The girl, like the woman I hate, like she's awful. Umbridge. Umbridge. Yeah. I was. Yeah, I she thought. Wasn't in there. I thought that there was like one moment where it looked like they were like hint, like they were showing that she was going to pop up, and then she didn't. And I was like, oh, I thought she would have showed up because she yeah. was, you know, a pretty integral part in at mm-hmm. least one of the movies. Um, yeah. So that would well, kind of surprise the, me. Um, and uh, Deathly Hallows Part One. Yeah. She was in that for like mm-hmm. you know twenty minutes. Um, what was I going to say about it? Yeah, they're really, to me, I felt there just was real, there was no real connection mm-hmm. or relationship between the screen time of the actor in the movies mm-hmm. and the, the amount of play that they got in the reunion Right. Like, God bless Gary Oldman, you know, my cat is named Sirius Black after him, but like, Sirius is in like mm. he's in three of the movies, but Goblet of Fire he's not even really in that much. Yeah. He's only in one scene. Or even Julie Walters. Yeah. Where was she? Yeah, where was she? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like she's or, in or like, even like almost um, all of them. <laughs> also, Kingsley, uh Mad Eye. Yeah. Like where was Brendan Gleason? Where was Donald Gleason? Mm-hmm. Bill Weasley. Where he was in two of the he was in a whole the entire. I thought of they the might even get, movies. and he was only in Goblet of Fire, but I thought maybe Robert Pattinson would even show. Yeah, up or way. even like Kenneth Branagh, Emma Thompson, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Uh, Emma Thompson, Jim Broadbent, yeah. like yeah. Slughorn. There was a ton of people not like, <laughs> yeah. and we're we're just talking, and I'm not saying they weren't in it. These people were like not even mentioned. Not mentioned. Like literally, they were like you said. They mentioned they obviously they had to mention Umbridge. They yeah. had to mention McGonagall. They had to mention Dumbledore. Like those guys were mentioned, mm-hmm. but uh, and David Thewlis, uh, he did get mentioned as well with mm-hmm. with Gary Oldman. Um, but like these other people, they didn't even mention them. Yeah. Like they didn't even mention. And Trelawney. I don't even think you can like use. The and then defense. they had like half a second of Quirrell, the actor yeah. that played Quirrell <laughs> was in it right at the end with yeah. like a little like yeah. heartfelt piece. You can't like, even. Like, I was gonna say you can't even have the argument though that like it's like oh it's only people that. Went through all the movies. But, like, my example is Maggie Smith, Julie Andrews. Like, yeah. They were through all the movies, yeah. and they didn't make one appearance. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Julie Walters was in... Or Ju- Julie she Walters. Was, oh, know, yeah. Well, Julie Andrews. <laughs> but Julie Walters was in was in more movies than even uh, Mark Williams was, because Arthur Weasley wasn't in the first one. Oh, so yeah. So she was... And I did like, you know, I did like all the stuff, too, in the Burrow set with um like the weasley family mm-hmm. like with uh bonnie wright and so and i saw somebody i don't know if it was you i don't think it was you but some i just saw people too that were like were like oh bonnie wright did not age well at all she looks exactly the same <laughs> they all look exactly the same like yeah. i don't and i didn't realize too that technically age wise all those guys are only five years off from the age they should be in the epilogue, mm-hmm. like in the 19 years later, mm-hmm. um, which is really weird to think about because that takes place in 2017, but they're supposed to be 10 years older than they really are. So, Because um, Dan Radcliffe, he, he goes, he was like, as long as we all just l- keep looking better than we do in the epilogue, he was like, we'll yeah. be okay. Um, 
but yeah, I mean the main the main takeaway for me from it was like I just feel like if you ask the three of them, everyone else aside, if you just ask the three of them right now, will you come back to do more movies? I think Daniel Radcliffe is an immediate yes. I think Rupert Grint is a maybe hesitant yes. Yeah. Or a maybe. And I, I think Emma Watson would be a no. Oh yeah. Just from just from the, the conversation, like um now granted anything can well, change in how isn't much money. Chris Child do. just Daniel Radcliffe and Tom Felton. Like isn't it just Harry and No, the other two Tom, the other or, two uh, are Draco? in it. It's it's oh, mainly okay. those two. So yeah, like definitely Rupert and Emma, mm-hmm. if they did if they if they did just say, All right, we're making a Cursed Child yeah. two part movie or something like that. Um first of all, work on the story. But again, also I think people that I'm gonna. Sorry, I'm all over the place right now. But I, just quickly, people that are like, oh, oh, Michelle said Julie Walter is retired in 2020 because she had cancer. I did not know that. Oh, <clears throat> well, okay. Uh, oh no, Mama Mia three then. Mm. Damn. Um. Yes, but um. What was I just gonna? Oh yeah, people that are like losing, that are always like, "I don't want to see a cursed child movie. That story's terrible." Blah blah blah. Dude, whenever they, whenever they translate the books or the other material into movies, they always rework them. They always cut out the crap. Mm-hmm. They they always, you know what I mean? Like, so there is a there is a good movie within the cursed child. I think that you could make. So it's yeah. like I still think, especially I think if you have the stars coming back and stuff. But yeah, like you said, it would definitely be like Emma and Rupert would be like minor roles, and then it would mainly be, and even Dan and um, you know Tom Felton, they would they would even be you know background characters. Like it's not even just mainly them mm-hmm. because it's mainly their kids. But um, yeah, but I I actually I don't want to see Cursed Child not because of oh it's a terrible story like whatever. <laughs> I just don't I just don't really care about their kids. I want to see what does it look like with. Hermione as the Minister of Magic and Ron yeah. and Harry as Ors and like you know what I mean like I would want to see a movie like that yeah um that's just my opinion I don't know you got time I mean they're in their what like no thir- yeah they're 30s? in their early thirties yeah like they got they got time for sure yeah, I think it'd be a I don't know I think I think you really have to you have to pay them a lot of money you have to pay them a lot of money <laughs> and it'd have to be I think for all three of them it'd have to be a really good story story yeah yeah. Because um, you ain't coming back for something that's probably gonna get, you know, it's gonna get compared to the obvious, the previous yeah. movies. So you want to make it like decent in some way, for sure. Um, so yeah, we watched that. Uh, I watched the commentary on Uncut Gems. So that was pretty cool. Um, we watched Hello, watched Tick Tick Boom again. Um, watched Rent for the first time, the, the film movie. adaptation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Spencer with the Soka herself. Yeah. Oh, what did yes. you watch Spencer on? I watched it. Oh, so uh, Wind River finally watched that. You never seen never that? seen it. No, good movie. Oh. Very good oh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tyler Sheridan, man, he's so good. Spoiler, real quick for Wind River. I was happy to see. Uh, well, I did see that John Bernthal was in it, and I was like, I really, I like John Bernthal mm. as an actor. I think he's great in a lot of stuff he That's does. That's an intense scene. And uh, I like forgot that like throughout it like halfway through i was like oh yeah john berthold where is he mm-hmm. then he showed up like as soon as i said that yeah. and i was like oh i'm glad he's not the bad guy like yeah. he is maybe dating somebody younger than him mm-hmm. which you know yeah but 
He's not a bad guy. Yeah. So I was kind of like, okay, that's good. Um, and then Euphoria proposal, and I watched the last da- the Lost Daughter last night, which I was like, oh, maybe in anticipation for the list we're gonna make. And mm-hmm. is that the Olivia Coleman one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who's that? Who's in there with her? Um. Her name escapes me. Dakota Johnson. Oh, okay. Um, and Ed Harris is in it as well. Oh. Um, but Ed yeah, uh, that was that was that was it for me. Um, um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, the only other thing I think that I watched, um, aside from just like some random crap, was mm. uh, I watched through all of the. Um, wait, what did I watch? I watched something. Yeah, I'm sure it'll come to me. But I, <laughs> but I watched uh, the one thing I did watch all the way through was um, the Hogwarts Tournament of Houses. Oh, I saw it's on, on HBO, HBO now. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that was just like baffled me that like it they air. It's like the same shit with Superman and Lois. It's like HBO Max. Why are you funding to make shows and then mm-hmm. airing them on cable? Like <laughs> they did the same is same thing with Superman and Lois. HBO Max makes that show, but then they air it on cable. Same thing with this. I watched that thing. The production budget is like ridiculous oh, on yeah? that show. Is it worth like? And it's a, it's a game show, so it's like, was yeah. it like worth like kind of watching? For oh, like... absolutely! It's only four episodes. Oh, okay. yeah, it's it's super worth it. I was I was telling our friend Travis I was like, um, I was like, cause he wa- I think he, he, yeah, he finished it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, as great as it was and as cool as it was to have Helen Mirren host it, um, I was like, you don't have to have it be Helen Mirren. So if you could find someone else to host it, you could do like 16 episodes see like a season a year like it was yeah. really good uh and the questions were like Pretty. they started out very easy and then they got very hard oh, like wow. it was yeah it was very and you said it's a mixture of book and movie right mixture of book movie fantastic beasts and cursed oh, child oh, like God. yeah cursed child that okay to me the cursed child ones are okay because whatever warner brothers and jk both consider it canon but to me it was like i get that it's the wizarding world but the show's called Oh, you know what? Actually, I think I just proved myself wrong. <laughs> I was just gonna say the show's called Harry Potter, but it's not. It's Hogwarts Tournament of Houses. So, I guess technically Fantastic Beasts is in there because I was gonna say like it's called Harry Potter, you know, trivia. So I was thinking like it yeah. should only be him, but then I just realized it's technically. Now, it's did this Hogwarts, seem like something so. that they will go back to? Like she said this... at the end, she said she said you know stay tuned while we well, when we unveil you know our first winner of the of the you know hogwarts tournament of houses oh, so cup oh so it wasn't over so it didn't end in four episodes no it did oh okay. like but the way that she made it sound was she was like our first like meaning season one or something oh okay yeah, yeah. Um, but like i said i think in future i think you could really up the stakes and do like 16 episodes and do like four mini mini competitions and then also do like a grand grand finale because mm-hmm. this one was just like two teams fought two teams fought there was yeah. a redemption round and then the finale so it was like it was really quick mm-hmm. so i would absolutely watch it i mean it's less than four hours like and it's and it is really good um but i'm i'm telling you some of the stuff is hard i won't tell you the answer obviously but one of the questions was they brought three couches out and they said, which one of these couches 
is the one that Hermione's parents sat on while she abbreviated oh their memory in the <laughs> five seconds Second. in yeah. the beginning of Deathly Hallows Part 1. That was one of the questions. Wow. Which couch? And they could go up. They could look at the couches. They could – one guy, like, he, like, lined up the shot in his memory because it's, like, over their shoulders. So he yeah. went behind the couch and, like, did that. Everybody got it wrong. I got it wrong. They got it wrong. Is it Jeopardy style? Or is it's it a, like it's a... all over the place. Okay. Yeah, but that's the other thing, too, is that I think they really nailed, like, the way the game mm-hmm. moves. And yeah, I think is really good. Last question. Is it uh, same contestants across four episodes or four different contestants? It's, or different it's, contestants each. So it's a it's four episodes. each house is their own team, and it's three people to a house. Okay. But another cool thing is, so there's – one set of stand because this is with COVID, so everybody's masked up. But then there's one set of stands that is Gryffindor, one that's Hufflepuff, one that's Ravenclaw, one that's Slytherin. They choose three people. The fireplace shoots out all these letters, and Helen Mirren literally picks it at like that's what I'm saying. The production value is it. This show had to have cost million, like mm-hmm. literally, like it's crazy. Not to mention all the all the Harry Potter cast members that come back to do questions and stuff. Oh, there's okay. a Harry Potter cast member that's part of the show that I won't spoil wow. for you. Um. Which, again, like I said, as great as is having Helen Mirren, this guy, you know, that you could just have this guy host. Or, like, mm. somebody like Matt Lewis or, so, like, Neville. Like, yeah, you, you know, you could have, or even, like, I think, actually, I think Bonnie Wright would be really good to, like, mm-hmm. host it. Um, but, uh, so, all the, like, the this huge fireplace, like, this life-size fireplace, like, um, well, of course, it's life-size. I mean, like, a Harry Potter-type one, so big mm. enough that humans can walk in and out of it. Uh, shoots out all these letters, and it ha- each letter actually has a contestant's name, and she just picks three at random out of the air, and those are the contestants. And I <laughs> wow. was like, that was pretty cool. That's cool. Like, I-, I was like, those all look so thin, but then I realized it's just because they're one-sided and they just have the name on it, So, yeah. but she really is picking them at random. But the coolest part of the entire show is those three people compete. Let's say they answer a question for 10 points. Their whole house is also answering the question, and the house can earn them 10 points, too. Oh, so okay. even if the three people they pick suck, yeah. if the house gets every single question right, you could still win just on the rest of your house. Which That's pretty I, cool. Yeah, I thought that was really cool, too, is that, like, you know, you can kind of double up everything. Um, and then at the end, it's like, you know, if you get every question right in the final round, you, you get the golden snitch, and then your points get doubled and stuff. Like, the the whole way that the 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 different rounds and stuff is is worked out is really cool. And then of course there's one where you know, oh we have this Harry Potter cast member to read off this question. We have that and there you know you can tell it's like pre-recorded like Matt Lewis is like, ooh it was actually C. Well better luck next time Gryffindors <laughs> like that like that kind of thing. And then it's yeah. like on to the next one. Um, but yeah, it was it was really cool. My only complaint with it is it was just only four episodes. Mm-hmm. Like I wish there was at least like eight or like you know even more to watch. But um, it was definitely really good. And again, it's just same thing with like Superman and Lois. Just put it on HBO Max next year. Like have it be a Christmas show. Run all of I don't know. Run all of like November to December or something like that, or uh, November to January. But yeah, it was really good. That's dope. Yeah. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah. Danielle said, "Go Hufflepuff." What were you? What, what did you ever do with Pottermore? Yeah, I was Gryffindor. I was Gryffindor. Yeah. So Although that was, oh gosh, that was. I mean, that, that yeah, was almost ten years. For ago. me, it was a few years ago. Yeah, that was that, that was almost ten years ago that I did. It, so. Um, yeah. And also, that was the Pottermore version 
of it now that that now that site's called the Wizarding World. So there's I think the the quiz has changed us slightly. Mm-hmm. So maybe I should redo it. Um, so you asked me earlier, um, what how far I am on Daredevil? Oh. No Warwick Davis either. Oh yeah, yeah. I just sorry, I just an Ewok just reminded me yeah. of that. Yeah, no, I mean, that, talk about being in all the movies. Yeah. Man's played five characters multiple times in the same movie mm-hmm. and in every movie. Yeah. Hmm. Well. And and he's, that man's everywhere. He's he's always around. You could get him for whatever you want. Like, yeah. I, I, I just want to know, like, I just, one, I just, wanna, I just one day want, like, a variety article that's just like, here's why so-and-so wasn't in the reunion. Like, just, just so I have a reason. Because mm-hmm. it's like it's just kind of infuriating sometimes. Yeah. But yeah sorry, you feel continue. slighted for them. No, exactly. Yeah, because I'm like, was it a thing that they weren't asked? Was yeah. it a thing that they couldn't make it? Like, what? Yeah. What the hell? Um, um, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, you asked me earlier uh, today how far I was on Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am only. On, I'm about to watch episode six, <laughs> so I'm not far at all. Um, it was better than nothing. I'll tell you right now, though. After episode four, I think it was. Uh, again, I don't know. You really got to throw it right at the camera. What if that thing fell cool. over? That was gonna be cool. Um, <laughs> I haven't gotten that far in the show, but if I were to compare Kingpin from Hawkeye and King from Kingpin from Daredevil, uh, Daredevil definitely more brutal. I will say that. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I don't know if that. You know, I don't. I don't have a full comparison, obviously. Um, but I'm interested to see kind of where the show goes, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, and who else kind of shows up? Is there any other character that from Daredevil that you'd be like, oh, I'd like to see them in the MCU? Um, well, if they do a Daredevil project, oh, well, ev- yeah. everyone, okay. yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. um, like specifically like Foggy and Karen, obviously, right. um, even if they don't. I think those two mm-hmm. could work in somewhere, you know, with Matt. Um, like, if the rumors are true and if he's in She-Hulk as both Daredevil and Matt Murdock, then mm-hmm. it would make perfect sense to have Foggy also be in right. She-Hulk because they're a pair. Um, but uh, yeah, that aside, just Punisher. I mean, out of any of the other defenders, I think just – Oh, he shows up in this – I was going to say, I – that's what I wanted to watch next after Daredevil because mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's good, but again, I just like yeah. John Berthold. Um Yeah, he's another one that I would love to see in the MCU if mm-hmm. that ever comes up. Yeah. Speaking of the MCU, did you see that? I thought I saw a report either like the last week or earlier this week that Moon Knight might be coming out in February. Did you see that? Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, the... the um... That, that even uh, like the trailer might come it, out it this might, week yeah, or something. Yeah, it might be right after Book of Boba Fett. That'd be lit. Yeah, I'd be very excited yeah. if that was because uh, Bo- that's gonna run until I think. I think it's seven nine episodes. I forget. I think it's seven. So that's gonna that's gonna run into February. Yeah, for sure. That's gonna be like February eighth. Because I think we were talking. It was like the next confirmed Marvel show was like Miss Marvel summer this year, wasn't it? That's the only one, yeah, that's not TBD 2022. Yeah, and it's not even a date. It's just summer. It's just summer, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Shout out, uh, hopefully, Oscar Isaac. Uh, mm-hmm. See him soon. And and Moon Knight has apparently been done filming since, like. Oh, and Ethan Hawke. Yeah, I think, it's, Hawke I think it wrapped in, like, September uh-huh. or August. So it, it's been a while, so, yeah. you know. Um, 
before we get into like our lists, um, do we want to talk about Book of Boba Fett at all? Or yeah, let's we we can talk about it because I have an official uh, announcement to make to save time on our behalf and for everything like that. I think in future, and they will be reposted on the channel. I'll say a couple days after they go up on TikTok. Uh, I think we're gonna start doing our uh, Disney Plus recaps or our thoughts on it maybe on tiktok okay that way we can just do it apart from each other once we get to actually watch it and stuff like that but yes let's go through and uh today we will go through we'll talk a little bit just about just even i even we could just do a little bit of first impressions uh or or mm. you know some light talk on it and then you know probably i'll still do the um the tiktok for the first two episodes maybe um because we are trying to grow the tiktok uh and you know in, in 2022 and going forward. Um, make sure to follow us at the official BFN. I, I think it's uh, really good so far. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I think, and from the, this is more from the first episode. I didn't see it really. In, it wasn't in the second episode is the uh, fight in the first episode. And, I, I forget where else I saw this, but somebody said it was very like rigid. And I do agree where it's like Tamor Morrison. I think he, he's actually in the, or I don't even think he has his helmet on. Does he have his helmet on when they like try to assassinate him? I don't remember. Which Spoilers time? for book. Of Fett, Which by time? Way. <laughs> uh, the first time when he's walking out of the bar and he's got, yeah. No, oh no. He, Cause he, he doesn't, doesn't have he has, the, yeah, yeah, he has yeah. the coins in his helmet. Right. And uh, in my head, I was like, you know, you probably could have just, you know, took the, I don't even know. Do maybe just fill uh, Ming-Na Wen's um, helmet with coins, mm -hmm. and then just give him the helmet and just put a stunt guy in there. Yeah, because it was very like. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's yeah. I was like, even though he has his helmet on, I was like, yeah. I get it. He's old, you know. Because um, in Mandalorian, he had his helmet on. He was whipping dudes all around, yeah. and it's like, well, it's clearly not him. Yeah, um, I don't. Do you know how old he is? Actually, like in real life, I think he's like he's got to be in his sixties. Yeah, <laughs> so he's kind of like maybe it's not best to have him doing these fight scenes if you want it to look more realistic. But in this, um, oh god, what is that? Yeah, so he's got to be like sixty-four. Yeah, yeah. In the second episode, it, it definitely I was like, even when they're kind of on top of the. I mean, obviously, when he's just kind of fighting the, um, he's practicing with the Tuscans. It's mm -hmm. very just kind of like easygoing. But even like when they're on top of the train and all that stuff, I was like, "Oh, that looks pretty good," and he's got his helmet off. So it was just that one thing that really bothered me. Um, but other than that, yeah, I thought it was a great two episodes. Um, I liked the kind of back and forth with the Tuscan kind of dreams and visions and how he got to where he was in Mandalorian. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. And um, to like kind of present, um, and of course there was kind of like the reveals in the second episode of the two, the huts that are from the comics mm -hmm. uh, or they're, they are, or they're not right there. I think they're mentioned like the twins are right. mentioned, but I don't, they aren't directly from the comics, but then the, the, the other character, the right. Wookiee that shows up is directly yeah. from, he's a big comic character mm -hmm. in the star Wars comics, the Darth Vader comics, right. the, the Boba Fett comics and war for the bounty hunters in general, mm -hmm. which for those who don't know, that's a comic uh, event that just wrapped up mm -hmm. uh in the end uh in the middle of december right um that was all about yeah. you know boba fett getting han to jabba basically yeah. and all the chaos that ensued in between yeah. there 
Um, but yeah, he plays a big role in that. So and I, don't get me wrong, I love Chewbacca, but that might be the dopest Wookiee I've ever seen. Like oh, I absolutely. thought he looked really cool. Yeah. Uh, Michelle said that she saw her Christmas lip list show up on her TikTok, which is just like really creepy. Like it's again, it's probably just taking your history and maybe just putting it in there, mm-hmm. depending on where your TikTok is. I know I'm on Daredevil TikTok. Never searched it day in my life on TikTok. Oh yeah. It's you know, it probably just has my Netflix, whatever, or whatever I'm IMDBing, because I think I IMDB that show a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I've been really happy with it. I'm I'm excited to see where it goes because, like I told you, when they said you know they kind of set up this mayor in the first episode, it was like oh maybe the mayor is the villain, you know, and then they kind of just like address it in the second episode, like the first ten minutes or whatever. Yeah. And I'm glad because I was like, if the mayor is this really big bad guy, it's got to be somebody that people are going to know, mm-hmm. you know. And it turns out it's just this random kind of alien guy. Yeah. Which it turns out he's not the villain. I was like, okay, that's cool. And then we get to the huts and everything. So I'm excited to see where it goes. And, you know, um, it's only one season, right? They kind of just said it's a limited series. And that's yeah, it. Yeah, I believe. Well, at this point, yeah. Yeah. I'd guess. I could see it. Well,. Yeah, I could see it maybe leading into Mando somehow, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure it'll come back around, and then it'll yeah. be like, now Boba is fully established as mm-hmm. like the ruler of Tatooine type thing, and then it's and then it's like, now instead of him being on the ground with the team or something like that, now it's maybe that they have to go to Jabba's palace and get a favor from him and that kind of thing. That's probably what I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Although there is still the, there is still the small thing of like we still have yet to even see like the slave one in this show, like we don't know where his ship's at. Well, we do from the trailers we know it's it's parked in the garage, but like he hasn't gone anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like it's all just been walking around Tatooine basically. Right. Like, and I and also I will say I get that he doesn't want to be like the huts, you know, carried in on like a right. um you know a platform or whatever. But, like, maybe, like, a speeder bike. Like, maybe just think of, like, investing in, like, a speeder bike so you don't have to walk everywhere. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, How far I, is is uh, Jabba's, Mos Espa or whatever well, he's gotta, from Well, he's got to cross the Dune Sea. So that's far. Yeah. Very far. I mean, he had the... Farther than Tasha. You had the station. racer or the... What's it called? The bike. The bikes, mm-hmm. but he gave them to the... Yeah, the Tuscans. Oh, the ones that even survived. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Probably could save that dream. Maybe you could. F- I don't know. I mean, we've never really established how far the jetpack goes, but maybe you could fly. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've only ever seen how many times Django Fett kind of used it only in short spurts, and then he mm-hmm. kind of flew from one of the things to the other in Return of the Jedi, oh, and then that was it. Um. <laughs> Uh, Cobb Vanth was zipping all around the place when, he, they, oh. when they were fighting the yeah the uh, what the hell is that thing called the crate dragon. Mm. So it it, it zips. That's, and Cobb Vanth fully repaired. The and zipper. that is what uh, in the second episode with the train. I thought that's what that was at first. I was oh, like, oh, the are they gonna dragon? bring the crate dragon background? Yeah, that's but what I thought, maybe. one of oh, the other problem I had, I thought the monster in the first episode looked very wonky. I was like, I it looked. One, it looked, it looked like forearms. It ben looked 10. like, I'll be honest, it looked bad. Like, it didn't it looked, look no, like it yeah, fit. The CG looked bad, and it didn't look very Star Wars. It looked very, like, Ghostbusters. Uh, well, prequel, like, <laughs> yeah. CGI, yeah. where I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, this doesn't really look that great. Um, yeah. And it just looked very, it looked like a, it looked like Machoke from 
Pokemon. Like, yeah, like, that, no, that's why I say, like, Ghostbusters. Like, it looked or, like something that would be like a, a devil dog from Ghostbusters or something. Like, right. It just did not look um, very, very uh, Star Wars-y, I guess. But, you know, either way, I think, yeah, I think I'm really enjoying it so Machamp. far. Machamp. Sorry, it's Machamp. Oh. I'm a choke. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think really enjoying the series so far. I think there's a I, – I think it's – it's like, oh, yeah, that, like, Book of Boba Fett. Like, oh, how'd you like Book of Boba Fett? Oh, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Mando is still, like, Better. how'd you like Mando? Oh, it's, like, amazing. Like, go oh, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's, but really good is still really good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be, you know, it'll be whatever. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We got five more episodes. First episode was 30 minutes. Second episode was, like, an hour. So Yeah, that's you know, what we'll we wanted see. Mando to be. Yeah. Remember every week it was like, okay, is Mando, or even with we did it with WandaVision too, mm-hmm. where it's like, is it going to be, you know, like, yeah, like 40, 50 minutes? And it's like, no, it's like 35. Yeah, like WandaVision <laughs> got increasingly longer from like, the first episode of WandaVision was what, 21 minutes long, I think? Right. Like, yeah, it was, it was like, something like it that. It was like nothing. Yeah. Um, And then the finale, even the finale though, it was only 39 minutes. And it's like, mm. well, Jesus Christ. Like, now the shows have gotten a little bit longer. Like, Loki was, like, almost an hour every mm-hmm. episode. Well, Loki was more like 40 minutes to 50 minutes every episode. But Hawkeye, Hawkeye was very clear. That was mm-hmm. the longest. Like, every episode of Hawkeye was between 45 to 55 minutes. And then the last episode of Hawkeye was over an hour long. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if if that's the trend that we're going with these shows, I'm all for it. Because, I mean, obviously... The fans, it's now been two years of the fans asking for longer run times. You know what I mean? Like, even, honestly, even if that comes at a shorter episode length, Mm -hmm. I think we would want longer run times. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I think. But, um, yeah, I think it was really, really, really really good. I'm, uh, I don't know if you want to do this or not, but I saw somebody doing it. I think I'm going to do this going forward is, because all these limited series, most of the Disney Plus series are on Letterbox. Um, so what I do, what people are doing is, they're doing a diary entry for every episode mm-hmm. and like changing their ranking basically. So I did that for episode one and episode two, so I can rank mm-hmm. them every single week on Letterbox. Um, but yeah, I think I gave the first episode a three and a half, and then I gave this one like a four and a half, I think. Um, but yeah. Yeah, what I just I usually just do like the series ranking series as a whole. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. So, do we want to do our our so our most anticipated list? They're not. So basically, what I'm gonna okay. This is what I'm proposing. We do honorable mentions, and then maybe. Did that just drop? Yeah, that came out like ten minutes before we started. Oh, okay. Um. I think maybe we do like honorable mentions list and then just like a top 10, but don't go in order. Maybe. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so do you want to, do you want to go first with your honorable mentions? I guess. Um, sure. Yeah. I have a lot of honorable mentions. Here's the thing though. It's like, I really try again, coming up with these, like I tried not to make them also, uh, comic book movie centric, Mm. but and I, I think I kind of failed in that that regard. But I agree. Um, <laughs> not with you failing, because I don't know what you have yet, but right. with me at least. 
um, three out of my top five. So I will say this, because we weren't sure if we were going to do a ranked or just a big discussion. My top five is 100% the correct ranking of where I would put things. Mm-hmm. Um, my bottom five is a little bit more, you know, mismatch yeah yeah um actually let me just make one quick change because there's one that's in there that definitely is not (laughs) in my top 10 let's see oh crap i forgot about another one this could probably um no probably be honorable mention all right we're all good so uh my honorable mentions include now again if I had more time or if I thought about it more or, you know, this or that, it probably would be in my top ten. But either way, I have 18 total. So, I have 17 total. So so the first one I'll say is Sonic 2. That's also my honorable mention. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, first, you know, I had the poster on the wall. Like, first one, I, I watched that movie, like, I now I've watched it usually, like, three or four times a year. Wow. Like, I, I, I really enjoy it. I just, yeah. and, it's, and it's a quick watch, like. I think it's like an hour and 40 minutes, so it's not very quick, but mm-hmm. it's, it goes by real quick. And it's just like it's – I'm constantly entertained from start to finish with that film. And if they can achieve three-quarters of that with this one, which it looks like they're doing that in mm-hmm. even more on top of it, uh, which is even more impressive, uh, I will be super satisfied. So, yeah, I mean, it's on my honorable mention, but it's definitely one that I'm very much looking forward to. Absolutely. Do um yeah so my next honorable mention uh of the sonic is the mario brothers movie which i don't know if that's actually coming out this year yeah it was listed as expected december 2022 mm-hmm. it says it was it was in pre- imdb according to imdb it's in pre-production so i don't actually know if that's coming even come out this year but I, I, with Chris that, Pratt as Mario, how can you go wrong? Yeah, I mean, if that does if that does end up coming out this year, I'll throw it out as an honorable mention for sure. Did I even know that Charlie Day was playing Luigi? Yeah, what? I think we talked about it. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so another one that might be on your list, yeah. but this is a high honorable mention for me, I would say, is um the unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh, that's one I would add. I didn't have it on my on my honorable oh, okay. mentions, but I would put that on there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's the one coming out with Nick Cage, where Nick Cage is playing Nick Cage. It's yeah. about Nick Cage as an actor being Nick Cage. Is everybody um, else themselves, or like like no. is Pedro Pascal himself? No, he oh, okay. plays he plays like an eccentric billionaire fan. That and then that kind of is how the whole story kicks mm, off. Okay. Um. But yeah, that's one. I might do a trailer reaction to that one, even though the trailer came out like weeks mm. ago. I missed it. I might do a trailer reaction on that one soon just because I haven't seen the full trailer yet and I really yeah. am interested in it. Um, but, yeah, you have the next one? Um, yeah, my next uh, honorable mention would probably be – and I'm just kind of going out of order now. I have these ranked, but they're not really in any sort of ranking, so I'm mm-hmm. just kind of going off the cuff. Um, uh, Black Phone, which comes out very soon, oh. actually. I think – is it February or March? I forget. Uh, Scott Derrickson, Ethan Hawke. Um, Ethan Hawke playing basically a kidnapper, it seems. Mm-hmm. And the, the kid he kidnaps has to get out of his basement, which is what it appears to be. Looks scary. Not going to see the theater. I'm going to wait until it comes out on uh, VOD where I can rent it and watch it at home because uh, I'm not big on scary movies. But um, I like Sinister. Um, I like Doctor Strange. 
So I guess that makes me a Scott Derrickson fan. I haven't seen Sinister 2, though, um, which I'm not sure if that's any good. But I am looking forward to this movie. I did watch it. I've watched the trailer a few times. It looks very interesting. Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay, my next one. This might get me some flack from people. Mm-hmm. Um, this is purely because the first one, absolutely great. Undoubtedly, the first one is great. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. You'll agree when I say what it okay. is. You might yell at me, though, because it's probably on your list. I just don't know where we're going. And once I get a firmer idea of where we're going, <laughs> well, I'll, you know, it'll inch up. Black Panther, Wakanda forever. I probably put that as an honorable mention because I'm with okay. you yeah. in the I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like, again, it seems like that's not even going to come out this year. But you would agree, undoubtedly, the first one is great. Yeah, the first one's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but yeah, I agree with you 100%. It's currently slated at the last spot for Marvel this year. Mm. It's no, it's November. Um, so it could very easily push into 2023. That was another part of my reasoning to kind of pull it back a little. Right. Um, but overall, I won't use that as a crutch for my argument. I just I don't know where this one's going. And mm. once I get a better idea of that, where the story's heading, you know, I'll see how much I... Because this is not about how good we think the movies are. This is how we personally are anticipating them. And if we find out that it's like, oh, they're going to make Martin Freeman the next Black Panther. I don't think they're going to. But like, if they're like, oh, mm. yeah, we're making Martin <laughs> Freeman the next Black Panther, I'll be like, ah, I, th- mm-hmm. I think I'll skip this one. Um but yeah, so that is on my honorable mention. Um, next one for me, honorable mention. Uh, you you'll probably get mad at me because I feel like this is probably on your list. Uh, what year? Um, uh, that's not anywhere on here. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll put it on my honorable mention. Yeah, I'm I'm so, yeah. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Uh, give me more. Give me some Chris Evans as uh, as Buzz the man who inspired the toy. Right? Is that what it is? The movie. Yeah the the movie that inspired the toy. The movie that inspired the yeah. toy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Give me more of that. Yeah. I guess. Uh, I like Toy Story. Um, and and it's it's post, obviously a like a spinoff. Scene of Andy, you know, sitting in the movie theater or something. Yes. Right? Give me that. Yeah. Yep. Um, or or have it open with that. Have it open with Andy and his, 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 yeah. like that say like cool. two thousand and you know, or yeah nineteen ninety three or something mm-hmm. like that, and then have it be like Andy and his mom going to the movie. That would be so yeah. cool. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. Who else is even in that? Like, I don't even know. We got Chris Evans. We got Taika. We oh, have Moulin, and that's it. That's all it's listed on Letterbox. Oh, so wow. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's what I'm kind of looking forward to. Maybe it is a small. Maybe. Maybe it really maybe is. Maybe it small. is a small cat because honestly, if I'm thinking back to the trailer, there's says. clearly a lot of characters at the start of the mission, right? And then it seems like most of the movie is just Buzz and a cat. Did you notice? Like that's what yeah. it seems like. So maybe it is like almost like a Wally movie where it's like a yeah, or like All Is Lost where it's one of those like yeah. one man trying to survive. IMDb thing. just lists Chris Evans and that's it. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay, that you know honestly that would actually have me be even more intrigued. Yeah, if it was like a, an All Is Lost or like a Life of Pi type situation, but with like Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. That would actually be, like, really cool. And I haven't seen this movie, but isn't The Martian kind of like that, too? Yeah, like, something like that, too. Like, The Martian, but with Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. That would be freaking awesome that, like, he's just got to, he's just got to go on his, on his skill, his Mm -hmm. knowledge, that kind of stuff. That would be really, really cool. Um, Okay. Next one here is uh, the next film from Ari Aster. 
And that is oh my di- god! That is Disappointment I, Boulevard. I forgot about Disappointment Boulevard this, uh, with that, Joaquin Phoenix. That's a, that's an honorable. Uh, mm. that, he's like that might be on the list. That, I don't know. That might be on the list. I'm not mm-hmm. really sure. But yeah, do you know? Do we know anything about it? I don't no, think we know I mean, anything. Th- that is that is clearly speaks to Joaquin and Ari Aster that it is plot currently unknown. Yeah. But just Ari Aster and Joaquin Phoenix, one of the best. Uh, you know. For my money, one of the best directors working right now with one of the best Mm -hmm. actors working right now. What are they going to make? Like that, that, just to me, that is like that is the definition of anticipation of just like I don't know what Mm -hmm. it's going to be, but I know I'm probably going to enjoy it. Okay, I can give you maybe a letterbox description that I don't know if it's right. It says an intimate, uh, decade-spanning portrait of one of the most successful entrepreneurs of all time. That's all. I love it. Barbara Corcoran biopic. <laughs> what if it is? What if it's him playing like Kevin O'Leary? <laughs> That'd be Can really funny. Um, they, they changed the name Disappointment Boulevard as yeah. a working title. They changed it to Mr. Wonderful. Um, okay, so next on my and again, I don't know if this has even started filming. Mm-hmm. It says 2022. Um, next on my um, honorable mentions is uh, Creed three. We got Michael B. Jordan, Tess Thompson, Jonathan Majors is listed on the IMDb cast. I don't oh, know if that's damn. true. Um, says it's coming out November this year. I don't know if that's true. But uh, Michael B. Jordan's uh, debut directing. So I think yeah. it would be really interesting to see what he does uh, with the movie and how he kind of moves it away from – obviously Sylvester Sloan was in the Creed 1 and 2. See how he kind of shifts it from gonna, there. Do you think they're going to Rocky? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. Well, why do you think he's not going to be in it? Because I – well, I, I honestly just think Sylvester Stallone like – I think he said well, multiple times mean, like, that he I just, just mean, wants like, story wise. Oh, I don't know. Let's yeah. Make something up. I don't yeah. know. Cause he was like, maybe they will kill he him. He was dying know. in the past. Yeah. Maybe they just like, Actually, he was, he's in universe. That character has been dying for like 20 <laughs> years. Maybe like, they don't show. They just like say like, Oh, he passed away. Yeah. Like that. Not like same they way they did show. like with Adrian and Rocky Balboa. It just opens and she's gone. Right. Type of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, Creed yeah. three. Movies are fucking heartbreaking. Like, if you really think about that guy's life, that is fucking that is mm. some shitty existence. Um, Creed three, absolutely. I am. I would. Daniel says it's about Buzz Lightyear the person, not movie. No, I know it's about Buzz Lightyear the per. The movie that we are gonna watch, okay, is the movie that Andy watched. Okay, like that's what that's what um Pete Docter said. Okay, that like the movie we are gonna see <laughs> is the movie that Andy and his mom went to see went to see okay yeah like it's the movie that made the toy the toy gotcha yeah okay so so yes what i mean i I think it's still unknown whether or not the movie they went to see was a biopic Mm -hmm. or was a documentary or you know whatever it might be um but yeah that's that's at least how pete doctor gotcha okay cool um okay so a couple let's see all right, I have two more honorable mentions. Three more honorable mentions, sorry. Uh, I'll do two of mine so that we can move on to okay. our actual list. Uh, next I have, like, one, one more honorable mention, I think. Okay, my next one is uh, something that I am super excited for, which features the long-awaited, <laughs> wink, wink, screen, uh, on-screen return of uh, Tobey Maguire oh. uh, since Pawn Sacrifice was his last movie mm-hmm. being on screen. Uh, Jake, we, we all know. 
Um, but yeah, no, seriously. Like, so it seem seemingly no way home kind of broke him out of his shell and he's getting back in the game and stuff. Mm-hmm. So this is, uh, Babylon directed yep. by Damien Chazelle, which is going to star, uh, Tobey Maguire, Catherine Watterson, Samara Weaving, Margot Ravi, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um, a whole, a whole huge cast. Who doesn't love um, a movie about Hollywood? Exactly. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, no, but really, yeah. Like just super excited for this movie. Um, again, it's just one of those, you know, just set in Hollywood during the transition from silent films to talkies, focusing on a mixture of historical and fictional characters. Like, that to me is just like, all right, sign me up. Damien mm-hmm. Chazelle, whatever, making another yeah. movie about Hollywood. We'll see how it goes. I, it'll be interested. Nothing has indicated that this is a musical. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see if it's, if, uh, if it is a musical or not with Damien Chazelle, you know, at the helm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm super excited for it. Um, I'm super excited for that cast, you know, all together. Um, and then I'll say another another honorable mention for me is The Gray Man. And oh. so this is um, the the, Rus- <laughs> the next Russo Brothers movie. So this is the one with um, – it's, it's basically – it's almost like a, you know, catch-me-if-you-can type movie um, with Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling and Ana de Armas. So right there, like just an action thriller – uh, mystery type, you know, movie just sounds super mm. simple, super great cast. Um, I didn't love Cherry. I still haven't watched. I it. think that was not their strongest suit of a type of. Tom movie. Holland's good, right? It's just the movie. Yeah, Tom is, Holland's yeah. good. Um, honestly, for me, it is the direction mm-hmm. that fails that movie ironically from the russo brothers right like i said honestly i think it was a kind of a passion project didn't hit for me didn't hit for a lot of people but i think a, a, a more action thriller type movie a little more suspenseful mm-hmm. like stuff like that i think that's their strong suit i think that's their wheelhouse so put me know. in for a uh, honorable mention on that one as yeah well. and, and i just it's it's really interesting to me and it's a netflix movie and it, you know comes out this year and i think it's already been been wrapped so uh we're definitely gonna get that one this year so um so I'll just say Babylon was my number ten, or what I had kind of later in the list in my actual list. Mm, okay. um, and then my last honorable mention would be uh, Bullet Train. Oh, um, okay. we'll talk about that one later. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that those are my honorable mentions. So then I don't know if maybe this will be on your list or these two will be on your list. I mm-hmm. think one might be, one might not be. Um, my last, my second to last honorable mention is Nope. That's the next Jordan. It's on the list. Okay. We'll talk about that later. And then the next one is Taika Waititi's next film, Next Goal Wins. Do you know about that? Uh, I feel like I heard about this. Yeah. So that's the one with, uh, it's got Elizabeth Moss and uh, Michael Michael Fassbender. Um, And just there, that's the poster right there if you want to get a vibe for the movie. But um, basically, hang on. Well, it's about soccer, so sign me up, I guess. Yeah, so it's you know it's basically an American Samoan soccer team, you know, mm-hmm. formation type thing, um, and it's a story that's like personal to Taika Waititi and stuff like that. So I'm super excited for it. Um, not enough to get it on the list, but I'm super excited for it nonetheless. Mm. And I hope it ends up sticking to its release date. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I think yeah, that's it for my honorable mentions. Um, so you said Babylon was your ten on your list? Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. If again, if we're, I don't even, man, I don't even know because I have like two movies on here that are not in the top ten, but they're definitely movies I'm really looking forward to that are better than honorable mentions. So it's like, yeah, no, I know um, what you mean. But yeah, 
Um, yeah. So how do we want to do this? <laughs> well, I think let's just let's just go straight through it. Let's okay. just go straight through it one a piece and just you know we'll we'll talk, you know. About each, I guess. About about each yeah. one, you know, about the same length that we've been talking about yeah. them. You know, I think when we get towards the top, we'll probably talk about them a little bit longer. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's just play it by ear. I mean, it's, yeah. it's only nine fourteen, so we got right. like forty five minutes. Um, so if that was your ten. I'll go with my ten. I don't know if it's on your list. Is Turning Red? That's no. The, that's the next uh, <laughs> uh, Pixar movie. Like, no. <laughs> um, to me, I just you know I just like Pixar and. You know, no, yeah. I watched um I just watched uh oh that was another thing that I watched that I forgot. That was that was the thing that I was staring off into space and I was like, Oh, I watched something like that and what I meant to say was I watched something that was like a movie movie, like mm. a like a new I watched Encanto. Oh yeah. That, yeah, yeah. that movie's incredible. That I've heard that is, is yeah. absolutely amazing. Um and again, that's not Pixar, it's Walt Disney Animation, but you know. <laughs> they they honestly, I will say this, they honestly are almost getting to the point where they are of similar quality to me. Mm. Um or at least similar uh, you know, batting average. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they I feel like Pixar has had a little bit more stinkers mixed in lately, mm-hmm. and I feel like Walt Disney Animation has really stepped it up lately. So I feel like they're kind of getting on a level playing field. Um but yeah, so Turning Red, I'm I'm super uh, interested to see it as an uh, an Asian um, director too. Asian mm. people, you know, working on it. Um, it's also you know obviously uh, a relatable coming of age story and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I'm just super excited for it. I mean, it's my number ten, but yeah, I mean, I like I like animated stuff, especially from whether it's Disney Animation or or Pixar or whoever it might be. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um. Okay, so my next, my nine, um, I'd probably slot uh, Thor, Love, and Thunder in there. Okay, all right, we can, we can, uh, wait on that one. Are we, do you want to punt? Oh, yeah. Nah. No? No. Okay, that's fine. So that would be, that is my four. Okay. Um, actually, you know what? We'll punt. We'll do that. Okay. Just do that. Let's just punt, let's just punt bottom five, top five. Let's just pull like that. Um. Okay. Cool. So my number. I said that. I thought I said it. Okay. Cool. cool. <laughs> um, my number nine might be higher on your list. Might not even be on your list. Uh, my number nine is Jurassic World Dominion. Not on there. Not on even no. remotely. That I. That it, it's <laughs> similar thing with Black Panther. Is I'm like. Okay. It's like, not I, even that. It's it suffers from, and this might be on your list too. It suffers from the Fantastic Beast syndrome with me, mm-hmm. where it's like, the fir- like the first one was Jurassic World was okay, you know, it's a nice little revival for the franchise, everything. Yeah. The next one is like, what are, know, we, doing just, what are yeah. we doing? You know, it's like I, I just feel like and again, I'm rest of the story. I'm all. part of the mindset where it's like we know this is a bad idea. Why do we keep doing it? We mm-hmm. know, we know from the first movie that Steven Spielberg made that this is not a good idea, and yet we keep doing it. So, why are there stuff? And I get it; it's a franchise. You know, people love Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. but it's like, why? You know? No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, I'll probably see it because it's coming out. And did you watch? Have you watched the? And this might be a kids show, 
But if you watch that, didn't they do like a Jurassic Park like Netflix? Oh, the thing? Netflix one. Yeah. Um, I have not, but our friend uh, Chris, he talks about it all the time. Oh yeah. Um, and I might, I might have to watch that soon. Yeah. Does he like it? It's like, yeah, it's he, like an he animated said it's, show, he said right? It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have not checked that out yet. But yeah, mm. he said it's really good, and I really liked uh, what we saw in the little, um, the little YouTube that well, the two YouTube, uh things that there that there was remember there was the battle at what's it called the oh battle at Big yeah, Creek yeah, or yeah little whatever or something like that um that was like a 10 minute one directed by colin trevorrow with like this family like a campsite that was really good and then they released this the like prelude video which was like a seven minute scene um of like a t-rex attacking a drive-in which mm. was like like and that's only 17 minutes of I don't know if that's I think what they said was that 17 minutes isn't even going to be in the movie. They just mm. made those to go on YouTube and to just like get people hyped for it or something. Mm. So like just on those 17 minutes and they were both directed by Colin Trevorrow so like you know it got me excited for it. So I you know I'll see. The only thing that gives me more excitement is it it seems like Colin Trevorrow is good at making this kind of movie because I did enjoy Jurassic World. Um, you know, it wasn't a perfect movie, but I did enjoy it, um, a lot more than I enjoyed Book of Henry, obviously, um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so that is my number nine. Um, my number eight, um, and I think this is probably on your list, is, uh, Don't Worry Darling. Uh, it did not make my list. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. Well, because (laughs) there's a, there is... An aspect that would make it make my list, and then an aspect that wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I am not a big, I'm not a huge Olivia Wilde fan. Mm-hmm. Just after some personal things that that I, went yeah, down. I understand <laughs> that. I can't like you know. Yeah, I know, and I really especially should after too. Ted Lasso, I love that. I love that man. Great, great yeah. guy. You know. Yeah. Um, but no, I I, I feel yeah, that. and I should <laughs> I shouldn't hold it against the movie either. Yeah. But yeah. From a Florence Pugh, and even even though he's a part of the situation, I do think that Harry Styles is a very good up and coming actor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I thought it'd just make it was just simply on Florence Pugh. I know, and it would it would have <laughs> too, but it just you know, I I just was like, eh, yeah. But then that also being said, I love Booksmart, so I don't really know what what to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, maybe that's because Jason yeah. Snake is in Booksmart. Um. <laughs> But but yeah, like you yeah. know, I I am excited. For, I am in. I am excited for mm-hmm. it. Just didn't make my list. Uh, but yeah, we got Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, Chris Pine. I guess is listed oh, on here. Oh, I don't know if that's actually true. He's in it. Uh, Gemma Chan, Nick Kroll, um, and it looked like from the very quick teaser that came out, however many months ago it was, that it's kind of kind of dialing into the horror aspect mm-hmm. that I think is very interesting. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm. Pretty excited for it. Hotly anticipating. Yes. Yeah. Um, my number eight. This might be a punt for sure. Maybe not though. If you'd asked me this a month ago, this would be like definitely in my top five. My number eight is the Flash. That is a punt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so my seven was your honorable mention from earlier. Is nope. Um, okay. No, absolutely. No, nobody knows anything about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, all we know oh. is that it stars Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, and Stephen Young, and that's mm-hmm. it. Directed by Jordan Peele. Yeah, that's it. And I've said again. I think isn't it already wrapped? Uh, I, I it might be. It. Yeah. Um, I really liked. It. I think 
get out is universally like loved by everybody. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. Um, Us is also good, not as good. Um, had a lot to live up to. Um, but I'm just so excited to see what he does next. Does yeah. next, yeah. you know, even if it is a horror movie. Like, mm-hmm. and again, I feel like Us and you know, I'm really easy at getting jump scared. And Us and Get Out really aren't the kind of jump scare movies. It's almost like the societal horror and everything like that, um, and at- atmospheric. Um, so I'm just really excited to see like what he kind of has come up with. Yeah. <clears throat> Say the girl from Euphoria. Uh, who? Hang on. Yeah, it is. That's Cat from Euphoria, Barbie Ferreira. Oh, really? Yeah, she's in there too. Mm. Indifferent on that character. Just saying. Fair enough. Um, maybe we'll do a maybe we'll do a Euphoria episode or something like that before do that. season two launches or something. Oh wait, doesn't no, season, season two comes two, out this week? <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. Yeah. Never mind. Um, well, episode one. But, yeah, you know, fit, yeah, yeah, true. So we have we have a lot of time. Um, my number seven okay. was I believe your honorable mention uh, of Bullet Train. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. I have been you know ever since the. Uh, Ever since the cast started building for this, like, two years ago, and then people dropped out, more people added, people dropped out, more people... Mm. Like, it was, like, all over the place. But um, the cast that they settled in with, uh, Brad Pitt, Joey King, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Zazie Beetz, Michael Mm. Shannon, Sandra Bullock, Logan Lerman, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, Karen Fukuhara, um, Andrew Koji. Let's see, is there anybody else I'm missing? That looks like it for now. Sandra Bullock? Yeah. Um, Did you say that? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I, no, you're good. Okay. Um, but yeah, produced by Anton, Antoine uh, Fuqua and directed by David Leach, who was part of the John Wick movies, worked on Atomic Blonde, did all, is very known for like the fast-paced action oh stuff. Oh my God. Spe- really quick, sorry. Speaking of John Wick, I went to put in the list. Oh yeah, and they I moved like, it. Oh. Yeah, I know. No, <laughs> believe me, that would have been in my top three. Like, yeah. but yeah, they literally moved it to 2023, which sucks. But, um, yeah. So David Leach, uh, it's basically five assassins aboard a fast-moving bullet train find out their missions have something in common. So. Sounds like an actiony, like mm-hmm. o- almost like a an action John Wick style, almost like Murder on the Orient Express, where it's like a bunch of assassins in a confined space plus like a murder plot or mystery plot type thing with David Leach directing. So you know it's going to be amazing action and amazing stunts and stuff, as well as the cast, like just a complete win. And I think I think mm. Brad Pitt has been has been picking great projects to star in lately. So. I'm super excited for this. It's like it, not only is it one of my most anticipated movies, I would say it's. I would yeah, I actually would say of this list because actually for the rest of the list we have gotten little peeks at it, mm-hmm. and the only one that we haven't gotten a trailer for is not as anticipated for this. I would say Bullet Train is my most anticipated trailer mm-hmm. on this list because really we don't have a vibe. We don't have a look or vibe of what the movie is going to be yet, and mm-hmm. so I'm really looking forward to the trailer for this. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows when the hell that's going to be, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm super looking forward to the movie, but also looking forward to just getting our first look at the movie before it even comes out. Because um, right now, the only thing that we have is a teaser poster, which is just has you know the text on a black background. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that is my seven. What is your six? Uh, my number six is the Northman. Um, 
Directed by Robert Eggers. Oh, yeah. With, Not uh, on my list, but yeah. Willem Dafoe, Nicole Kidman, Alexander Skarsgård, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, Ethan Hawke, a uh, bunch of people. Um, I know absolutely nothing about it. I haven't even watched the trailer, and I know there's a trailer out. Um, I just I really like the lighthouse. I like the whole atmosphere kind of you know horror again and that whole kind of psychological thing again lighthouse not no really jump scares or anything mm-hmm. um and i haven't seen the witch either which you the, have you you mean the vavitch the vavitch yeah. yeah have you seen have you seen that or no um i've seen the first like 10 minutes of it i know danielle said she saw it with cassie on hbo max uh yeah i think it is okay. she saw it with cassie when it came out mm-hmm. and then they left because it was boring or something they left in the middle of it i think so oh my god um <laughs> I mean, again, that's when they worked there. It mm-hmm. didn't really matter. But, um, yeah, so I'm excited for this one. Um, I'm just kind of excited to see. It. He's like an Ari Aster type where, you know, I'm just – he's kind of in that horror genre this where I'm like – right? Yeah. Okay, sorry, I'm, I'm just, just excited like... to see, like, what he's done next. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <clears throat> Same thing with uh, – who would I say about that earlier? Oh, yeah, yeah. Disappointment. Ari Aster, yeah. yeah. Um, just, you know. Not really sure on anything else right now. Just the actors and the talent behind it in general is what's mm-hmm. getting me super hyped for it. So, yeah, I agree 100%. Um, my number six might be a punt. Probably will be. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Punt that, like, into oblivion. Okay. <clears throat> um. All right, so what's your number six? My five is... Oh, what's uh, your five? Five is Flash. Oh, okay. Did we already talk about it? No. Oh, okay, yeah. Um... Yeah, we got. Is that even a full trailer? Yeah, I guess it's a trailer, right? That was a trailer. Uh, I don't really remember that well. But we got obviously Michael Keaton coming back. Uh, Ben Affleck is confirmed. Yeah, I think. Okay. Um, And I'm excited to see. Again, there's kind of been rumors I feel like going around the past week or two that they're erasing everything that Mm -hmm. they did in this movie, like previously with Zack Snyder and all that. Which uh, I think uh, Ezra Miller said that that's not true. Um, Well. What he said was, <laughs> what he said was, no one can erase what Zach did. <laughs> he didn't say. He didn't say. Yeah. And I and I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm because so many outlets were like Ezra Miller backtracks on reports. Right. He didn't say no, no, guys. It's not doing anything to the timeline. He just said, in our world, he was like, no one can erase the beautiful movies that Zach made. Mm. Like that's what he said. So I. It, I think it's. He said, still, "How about you maybe uh, erase your character and recast him? Maybe. Again, Frank that'll Gustin. never be addressed, but that's okay." Um, Grant Gustin. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, but Grant Gustin is like. There's no, there's no way whatever Ezra Miller ever does. There's no way that, at least for a long while, anybody's ever gonna embody like the barry allen character something i will just say about cw flashes ever so often like the clips of that show will come up on tiktok and it'll be people making fun of it yeah. i'll be honest i'll go that really just looks not good like i there's no way like, to, which two ways it, it's just like the, the fighting CG or the cg the, yeah. yeah it just looks like garbage no yeah it, it absolutely does but again it's because so it's like well and that's the thing like imagine if the flash show was produced by hbo, HBO max. max like yeah. what what like <laughs> Ah, I just, I hate that. Like, just, and I get it because it's like, let's, the show is, not, I can't even believe that I'm this old, but like, The Flash is on its eighth season. It's been on, oh, geez. Like, Grant Gustin has been 
playing this character for a decade, which is insane to me. But um, so was, it's I, it's gonna be winding down. So I get why they don't want to move it to yeah. HBO Max. But Grant Gustin deserves so much better for. The I'll character. tell you every time you say his name, Grant yeah. Gustin, I. He he sounds like a comic book character. That name yeah. does not yeah. sound like just like a regular person's name. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I will say, you know, like he is, he is like say what you will about the show, and I totally get it. But performance wise, mm-hmm. his embodiment and performance of Barry Allen, and then Tom Cavanaugh's performance as Eobard Thawne, like as Reverse Flash Reverse and Flash, Flash, yeah. That is literally like to like and Stephen Amell. Nothing against Stephen Amell as as Oliver Queen is one of the best comic book castings of all time. But in that CW universe, like no one embodies their character the way that Grant Gustin mm-hmm. does with the Flash. Like he is so good, and yes, he is sometimes failed by the writers. Yes, he is most times failed by the story. <laughs> yes, he is every time failed by the CG. But when it is a scene when he's got the cowl off and he's just playing the character and, you know, doing the best that he can with the dramatic scene or anything like that, he is so good. Um, like, his performance in Crisis on Infinite Earths in mm. all five of those episodes is Never got so through amazing. That. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, I started watching yeah, it. like, I'll, I'll just spoil it because whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's been, like, three years. But, like, in both of Oliver's death scenes in that Grant Gustin's reactions is like you can like feel it. Like mm-hmm. he is so good in that character. And it is cool that he that him and Ezra Miller have already crossed over. Like they, that that ha- I can't oh, believe yeah. that happened 3 years ago. Like that is insane to me that that was so long ago and we're still waiting on the next appearance of Ezra Miller's Flash. Like the the la- I mean unless you count Snyder cut, the yeah. last time he actually appeared in something new was in the Flash TV show. Jeez. Which is like crazy. Yeah. Um but yeah. So I'm excited for it. I just I don't like the whole like we're gonna use it to reset the entire universe. Like it's and I shouldn't pin that on the movie. It's just nothing is like Man of Steel came out nine years ago. And nothing after nine years of failed starts and poor attempts is going to convince me that they know what they're doing at DC. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I saw the perfect tweet that encapsulated everything. It was like, when when Marvel is now entering their phase of the multiverse, Mm -hmm. they were like, uh, you can feel it. You can feel the planning. You can feel the groundwork that was laid. You can feel that there is a plan and that it is going somewhere. Whereas DC, their multiverse, somebody was like, their version of multiverse is just putting together a team of actors who are willing to work Mm -hmm. and just slapping the word multiverse on it instead of saying erasing, you know what I mean? Instead Mm. of saying reboot. And it's like, that's a very different use of multiverse basically. And it's like, that's the way that I feel too. Mm -hmm. It's like, they're just saying like, Oh yeah, you know, well, Ben Affleck didn't work out. So we're going to use, uh, we're going to use, Robert Pattinson to do solo Batman movies. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, now in the universe that Ben Affleck was in, Michael Keaton is the new Batman. Michael Keaton is Batman going forward, but don't forget to check out Batman 2, you know, in in a couple years time, you know, it's like mm-hmm. what is happening? Like it just feels so disconnected. Like it would be a very different thing if Marvel was like, "Oh, you loved um 
Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Well, get rid of get ready for Doctor Strange a whole new beginning starring Joaquin Phoenix coming in 2025. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like 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 multiverse. Like you know, it's it's like that would be the equivalent. Mm. And it just, that just pisses me off. But again, it's still on my list. It's still my number 8 cuz I am looking forward to it. I can't wait to see Michael Keaton again. Yada yada yada. All the great things that are going to be great about that movie mm-hmm. regardless of what happens. You know, it's one of those things that the Flash has built in awesomeness regardless of the story you know what i mean like Mm. there's built-in payoffs just of seeing michael keaton uh honestly you know as crazy as the actor is seeing ezra miller's flash again just because it's been so long since we've actually seen like that character like i'll just be excited to see what happens with that um but yeah so that that was my eight uh so my four is uh knives out too i gotta do my five oh well what's your five Wait, what? Knives Out 2 is 2022? I don't know. It says it's in post-production. Oh, God. I assumed it would be. It's not confirmed, so it could not be. Hang on. Well, I just want to see. Let me... Shit. It came up on the list that I was looking oh, at. Oh, damn. Okay. Move everything else down there. <laughs> That's okay. It doesn't affect any of my other ratings. Okay. Um, so move everything I just said down. Down one. one. Okay. So my number f- six this would be now? Yeah, my number six is. Um, well, you said you. What were you gonna do? Your five? Oh, unless Knives Out Two is your five. Because I just did my five, so it'd be your five. Yeah. So. Yeah, I have a new five, and then I have a new six. Okay. So my number six uh, is Secrets of Dumbledore. That's not even on my list. We maybe like, I don't even mention. Like I love the Harry Potter universe, and s- since. Our freaking show in November, and I have not been able to get enough of that universe. I've been reading the books. We're still I'm at, reading them, I'm yeah. at the end of Half-Blood Prince. I only got one more book to go. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I might start them all over again. I do always get – I dude, we were just talking about the reunion. I go, man, I would love to watch those movies again. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. I, it, You know, it's actually been really hard for me because I've every time I've finished one of the books – I've been like, oh, should I watch the movie after I finish the book and then go on the next book? I've, I've, I confirmed with myself at the end of Chamber of Secrets. I was like, no, I'm gonna read them all and then watch them all, mm-hmm. and then I genuinely you just watched them. Although I don't know if I mean I watched them. Did you watch them all again? Yeah. Were that, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, after I read them, I mean, I've put in. I put in it over a hundred hours of re- of listening wow. right now. Yeah, just to get to the just to get to where Dude, I am. Dude, my audible's just been sitting there. I gotta get back in that. <laughs> um like I have three credits that I oh, know yeah. you know. <laughs> um But yeah. I I don't care about Ezra uh Miller in these movies and stuff. Like I just hope I hope that this movie serves as kind of a reset point of let's wrap up the uh credence stuff with ezra miller credence let's wrap up honestly i'm excited to see mads mads mickelson no i know yeah that's what i'm getting to because i i like uh what's his name dan fogler as jacob kowalski i like him that it's like oh it's a muggle along for the adventure or whatever (laughs) um but let's wrap that up too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's all well and fun, but one of the best things about the Harry Potter movies 
was the progression to darkness and mm-hmm. seriousness. And I feel like the fantastic, the first two Fantastic Beast movies, yes, the second one tried to be darker, but I feel like Johnny Depp's over-the-top performance kind of betrayed that a little bit. Um, I still think he was good as Grindelwald, but um, I think it was just he was he played it a little more like zany than like threatening, mm-hmm. and I think uh, I think that kind of stole away from some of it. But I really want. Like, all right, let's get rid of some of the lighter-hearted characters and stuff. Um, like, kill Newt's brother or something. And do like... we have? Do we have a timeline of when Dumbledore goes to visit Tom in the home or wherever he's in to during Grindelwald's kind? Of, is this like? But I mean, Dumbledore. How old is Dumbledore? Like in Harry Potter? Like, how old is he? Do you know? This is like uh, so Fantastic Beasts. I think it should be because Newt in... wrote the book that Harry's right. Yeah, so it's, it's in like, like... The, I think the where we're at in Fantastic Beasts right now, it should be around nineteen late nineteen thirties. Okay, right now because in because in Crimes of Grindelwald, which those two I have to watch because I haven't seen Crimes. I of Grindelwald. will have to. I'd have to watch those. To I haven't watch. seen Crimes yeah. of Grindelwald. I watched it once. I watched I, it the once day in the theater. Yep. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I it. haven't seen it since. <laughs> Although I will say, granted, with watching different explainers and YouTube videos and stuff, it's more embedded in my mind. But I remember like everything that happened. Like it was a memorable movie. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't that good. Um, but like one of the things he does is he shows everyone World War Two. Like when he like is like you know this is what the muggle the muggles are capable of or whatever mm-hmm. like he knows that it's coming so like world war ii is like right around the corner and then he um he should be going to the orphanage i want to say it's like 1940 you're talking about dumbledore yeah i okay. want to say it's like 1945 that was an or that looked like a prison cell that flashback that did not actually, look like an orphanage. I actually ju- literally just no. I I am on that chapter right oh, now. Yeah. I'm in the or I am literally in that room right now with mm. them, um, in in Half Blood Prince right now. Which I will say, I know I talked a lot of smack about Order of the Phoenix, um, last week I believe it was about it. I was saying that it was the worst book. Oh, to me, Brandon. Yeah. yeah. To me, it still is the worst book, and I'm not talking about the story. But the best movie. Yeah, I'm not talking about the story at all. I'm just talking about the actual, like, how the book is written, because there's a lot of Harry's inner monologue that is very, like, oh, my God, can we... Like, it's literally half the word count is Harry's inner monologue, and I'm like, can something happen, please? Like, that'd be great. Half-Blood Prince, this book is, like, it's it's like half the... um, Not half, it's it's like two-thirds the length of Mm. order of the phoenix it's way shorter um and it is moving at like a clip like it is it is it is so fun to to read um it's a really really good book um but yeah that's my thing is that i that's my main hope and anticipation is clear out some of the more lighthearted elements of of a couple different things and um start making these if they really are sticking with the five movie structure that they said they were going to do and there's two more of these to come i want this movie to be a good transition movie to get rid of Ezra Miller get rid and i don't mean like write him out of it or whatever just wrap up that character mm-hmm. wrap up some of these loose threads to set the stage for a dark epic and I can't say enough, dark, 
like, Deathly Hallows style, like, you know, intense, people are dying here type of thing, like, two-part finale type thing, where mm-hmm. it's it's about Albus and Grindelwald and their fight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's considered, in the Wizarding World, it is the best duel of or, or the most intense duel or whatever of all time is whatever better than them at the ministry yeah Dumbledore, oh my god that like, is like and the, that's again, what i'm saying the best is like fight in Harry no Potter. that's what i'm saying is that like i hope they don't lose focus like that has to be because i think you'd ask any harry potter fan in the entire world yes clearly voldemort versus dumbledore in the ministry of magic at the end of order <laughs> of the phoenix is the best you know, uh, wand, you know, what's it called? What did I just say? Duel. duel oh my God. Yeah. I almost said best <laughs> wand fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, the best, the best duel, um, in all of Harry Potter. So, you know, in that, and I hope that they are not losing sight. They have to beat that. If the, if whatever the final fight is between Grindelwald and Dumbledore is, if it's not better than that, then what I, what are you doing? Like, and I'm talking, you have to have the sound design on point. You have to have the spells they use locked down. Like, cause they, and a lot of that came from the movie. I will say that like the, the, the way it's written in the book is like, yeah, they fight, but it's like the snake is there. The, the shards of glass turning into dust is there mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Can't remember if the water ball is there or not. Some of the elements are there, but it's, I mean, it's got to be maybe like in the audiobook, it was like four minutes long. It was longer in the movie is what yeah. I'm trying to say. It so still like, wasn't long enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like same thing kind of in Goblet of Fire, like the the dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know some people critique this about the movie, but the, the dragon task was like a, it was like five pages in the book. It was like oh, wow. he, he, like he, in, he minutes, flies it feels up. Like. He flies straight up. Yeah. Then the dragon, um, you know, gets caught by his chain, and when he's distracted, he s- just swoops down and grabs the egg. Oh, and that's it. Oh. Well, with the, well, he does have like the scurrying around before he calls the movie. The you have broom. to make it more. Yeah, but awesome. everything with going out in the castle and all that stuff, like all Not that was added for the for yeah. the movie, uh, in my opinion, to the better. And I know people mm-hmm. are like, "Well, that wouldn't even have happened." Well, in the movie, Charlie Weasley wasn't there to put the dragon to sleep. Sorry. There, there is no Charlie Weasley in the movies. Like, I mean, he exists, but he's never on screen. So mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know what to tell you. Because um, that's what people always say. They're like, well, in the in the book, you know, <laughs> Charlie Weasley's there ready to knock the dragon out. Like, uh, if anything were to happen oh, like really? that. Yeah, okay. like they, they're there on the sides. Um, oh, yeah. The fuck, the movies, they don't give an out. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were like, they were like, Charlie would never let that happen. He's not there in the book. Like, yeah. you know, Hagrid says... Charlie dropped him off and then they went back to Romania. Like they, they didn't stay at Hogwarts in the movie. And it's like, that's something that I've had to kind of come to grips with when I've been rereading them is like really kind of realizing they aren't the same. You know what I mean? Like there are things in the movies that just Mm. clearly cannot also happen with what happens in the book. Um, but let's not talk about that. Yeah. Okay, long. let's. Uh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> we got. Christ, off sorry about that. Um, so, so my four or five, your five, because you said you're six, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I can do. I'll do my five, and then we can go okay. to your four. So then my five, I'll say, would be Knives Out, too. That's my four. 
So, uh, Knives Out 2, Ethan Hawke, uh, Daniel Craig, Catherine Hahn. Although, Ethan Hawke, I thought I heard a little bit ago that he's just a cameo, which I don't know if that's actually true. I think that would suck. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr., Edward Norton, Dave Bautista, Janelle Monet, um, just a bunch of people, and I'm excited to see the next tale of Benoit Blanc to see where uh, where this Netflix money went because they paid them a lot, a lot of money for this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's. I'm excited to see what happens. <clears throat> so you're four then. Uh, my four. Oh yeah, I'll say two. I I know I talked. I think last week or two weeks ago that I had recently rewatched Knives Out. Still mm-hmm. so good. I'm super excited for the sequel. Um, you know, I'm way more excited for that than Death on Death on the Nile, which did not make either of our lists, unfortunately. No. Um. My number four is the punt from earlier for you, which is Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I just I I don't know what to say. It's a Marvel movie. The Thor movies are you know they it was good, good, mm-hmm. great, and then everything that happened with him in Infinity War and Endgame made that character specifically even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now like I'm just super excited to see where we go because. It's coming off of Ragnarok, which is a great movie, but Thor as a character, his character is even richer mm-hmm. than it was before. So you know, I sign me up on multiple fronts. Like I'm, yeah. I'm ready to go. Like Christian this, Bale, freaking, I know yeah, a million people. Yeah, like everybody too. that's coming back. Yeah, uh, or everybody that's returning. Natalie Portman coming back. Christian Plus, Bale joining the yeah. joining the cast like Guardians at, possibly or I don't know if that's confirmed, confirmed or not. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So Chris Pratt. Uh, Chris Pratt. You know no. Karen Gillan. Every, mm-hmm. Everybody. Um, everybody except Zoe Saldana. I'd assume. Um, right. But yeah, super excited and Taika Waititi again second Taika Waititi movie on the list here. Um, but you know he's just really really good mm-hmm. at making. Uh, fun action adventure, lighthearted, but also dramatic, mm. you know, storytelling. So I, I'm super excited. I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> um, so this one, I just quick honorable mention. I want to include that it's probably, I think it's probably on your list, and it's probably your number three. Um, but it's my honorable mention because uh, I just could not squeak it on there. It's uh, Black Adam. Oh my god, that's this year. Yeah. Did you forget about it? Yeah, I'll put it on as an honorable mention. Okay. Uh, yeah. Pierce Rock Bro- is a superhero. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. I'm excited to see Rock as a superhero in this mm-hmm. movie that he's wanted to make for a long ass time. Yeah. Um, Some, somebody told Elvis me. Um, somebody told me that like something like that the the hierarchy of the DC universe is about to change. <laughs> That's what he says every year. Oh, uh, <laughs> people, uh, I saw somebody has that. I bet he starts rapping and somebody has a maybe starts rapping that. in it. Oh, the credit song is absolutely going to be, yeah, it's going to be. Talk like, about drive, talk about power. It's about black. It's about Adam. It's about, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, um, but yeah, definitely, it's not going to make my list just because I'm like, okay, the main thing that I'm excited for in that movie is seeing an on-screen, like, JSA, like, Justice Society of America in, like, a golden age, mm. like, type of thing, or, like, silver age, technically, like, that excites me to see like what does a superhero team look like on the big screen in like the 20s mm-hmm. which is what i hope they do if they're saying they're going to do the justice society of america that's what it should be um so that excites me um but other than that like you know i'll just i'll i'll see what happens now i don't know if you know this or not because this is going to be another honorable mention i might have messed up 
Shazam Fury of the Gods, is that 2022? I think that's 2023. Okay. If it's 2022, that'll be an honorable mention, too, because I really like the first Shazam. Yeah. Um, IMDb says 2023. Okay. Then, yeah. Talk about it next year. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, that was your... What was that? That was your That was your three? Uh, this is my honorable mention. Oh, that was your honorable mention. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, what number did you just do? Uh, I did my honorable mention. So, I did four. So, three. It would be my three. Mm-hmm. So, my three is the Spider-Man and Spider-Verse. Uh, oh, or Cross and Spider-Verse uh, part one. Um, after rewatching that first one for our uh, ranking of Spider-Man movies, um, I'm just very excited for this movie and see what they do with uh miles as a character and obviously we have uh a lot of a lot of them coming back when stacy Haley steinfeld um mm-hmm. jake johnson peter b parker and oscar isaac apparently who i don't is that is that he's oh no he's in the trailer he's in the teaser trailer um yeah. so yeah i'm just excited to see you know where the movie goes like mm-hmm. The first one was just so good. It had such a cool style with the comic book, and it was so, like, heartfelt, too. Like, you know, I'm just hoping. That's they, what I hope they don't lose sight of. I'm hoping the they can top it or, equal, you know, equal it. Because if it's him going across the Spider-Verse, right. I just feel like I hope we don't lose too much of, like, his, like, dynamic with his dad, which I think mm-hmm. was, like, it did so much for the first movie. Um, but I, I trust, you know, Lord and Miller. I trust no, that yeah. they're, they're going to do a good job with that, you know. Um but yeah. Um super excited for it. Yeah. Uh my number 3 is uh I don't know if this is on your list at all, but um I love this franchise. Uh Mission Impossible 7. I'm I couldn't put it on like an honorable mention cuz like I still have not seen all of the ones li- I've seen Rogue Na- Is that the most recent one Rogue Nation? Henry Cavill. Which no, that, that was Ghost Rogue Protocol? Nation was. Oh yeah, Rogue Nation was one ago. Then it was Fallout. Fallout's the most recent one. Fallout, I really that liked. That was 2018 with Henry Cavill, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've seen one other one, but I do plan on going through all of them. But I just couldn't yeah. put it on there because I just I'm not that they're familiar so with Mission Impossible. I know I they're just, good. I love I love that franchise. I've, seen, I've said it before on this show tons of times. Like I just love that freaking franchise. Like it is so good. Um, and they're all different, but mm-hmm. they're all good. And like, it's just got this weird vibe where it's just like, there's always years and years between the movies, but they always right. come back and they're always good. And it's always like, you know, it's <laughs> what stun is he going to do this time? Exactly. And it's like, they're always one upping themselves now that we've got, you know, the past three movies. And then these next two, like we've got Chris McQuarrie on lock as just like the guy who can just pump out these Mission Impossible movies and work with Tom Cruise in, like, the most, you know, cohesive way possible. Like, it just excites me so much for what... And, and then also new additions like Haley Atwell, a couple other people, um, some people returning from way long ago, like, uh, you know, um, uh, Kittrich, uh, who hasn't been in it since the first movie. Um, what, do you know when the first Mission Impossible came out? Is it... Is it early 2000s or 90s? 90s. Mm. Early 90s. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. this The movies have been... Let me see exactly. Because I think... I want to say it was 94. Let's see. Jeez, 94. That's crazy. 95. Wow. Yeah, so it is almost a 30-year-old 
uh, franchise. Wow. Um, which, you know, they just, like I said, they just still keep churning them out and keep mm-hmm. doing them better and better. So I will constantly be showing up. And then you better believe in a year's time from now when we do anticipate for 2023, Mission Possible 8 will probably be the top of that list. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another one that, like I was saying earlier with Bullet Train, like I, we, this is the only other one that we haven't gotten a trailer for yet. Um, so I'm excited to see the trailer for this, but like, I already know what the vibe and the tone and stuff is, but I'll be interested to get some story information. Um, but yeah, so I'm super excited for whenever we get our first look at this movie. Um, yeah. So what is your, I think we might have the same. We have the same one too, I think. Yeah. Just depends on the order. Yeah. So my two is, uh, maybe a surprise, uh, Doctor Strange. Multiverse Madness. Okay. That is a pun. That's a pun. My number two is the Batman punt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have the same one and two just flipped. Yeah. So we talk about whichever one. Um, Let's, we talk about Doctor Strange first. Yeah, Doctor Strange trailer at the end of the at the end of Spider Man No Way Home. Um, looks, we're I don't know, just great. looks fantastic. Looks <laughs> yeah, great. I don't know. We're getting Mordo, fi- like... Mordo finally back. Yeah. With Sam Raimi. This um, guy was screaming about too many sorcerers like ten years ago. What's yeah. he gonna do now? Um. As soon as Wanda popped up, I was like, you got me. I know. Um, I'm just really excited to see. And the supposed evil strange from What If, maybe. Mm -hmm. That's who it looks like. And Defender Strange, too, which is the third strange. So there's minimum three variants of Doctor Strange in the movie. Probably more. I feel like when we were doing our most anticipated for 2021 or some list we were doing, I was like, this is definitely like up there. Because I think this could have like spider-man-esque like maybe type consequences maybe um or even like loki kind of really just expanding Mm. everything um and i'm just really excited to see what what they have in store uh, will be loki will be in in this movie (laughs) spider-man was rumored or one of the lows wasn't tom holland supposed i thought he was like rumored to be in this no he's definitely rumored to be yeah tom hiddleston's more concrete still a rumor at this phase but he's a little more concrete and weren't there like uh, weren't there rumors of like Toby Maguire or Andrew Garfield being in it? Too? Andrew Garfield, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, because um, people are really pushing this Amazing Spider-Man three thing. If you, it'll never happen. I'll say I don't that know. right now. For I don't people, because the, there's a difference between bringing Andrew back to use him in a bunch of different multiverse stories, yeah, and doing a disservice to Tom Holland by giving Andrew Garfield, like, you know what I mean? You don't want to take away from Tom Holland as being the the current spider-man but yeah have andrew pop up in multiverse of madness have him pop up in secret wars have him pop if up they were to do anything like- i would think they would just implant him as the venom universe spider-man yeah exactly do yeah. that too yeah and then have a movie that you know i don't think that'll happen but i think it could happen 100 percent um you know i i think uh can i just say i cannot believe yeah. he's 39 or 38 whatever oh my God, he's man. almost 40 I know. He doesn't look that. He doesn't look that old at all. When he played, so I re- oh that was another thing that I I did I watched a t- t- shit ton of stuff. I I don't know why I didn't just pull up my recent watch. I just watched the Eyes of Tammy Faye. Finally. Oh yeah. Um, I told you already. You know I, I thought you know great performances. Yeah, great performances. Okay movie. Okay, movie. Yeah. But like when he was playing Jim Baker in his like forties <laughs> and he had old age makeup on, I was yeah. like, this guy's playing a guy that's like. Three years older than he is in real life, yeah. and this guy looks twenty years younger than mm-hmm. what he's currently playing. Like, 
it's just insane. Like, especially in, in, you know, spoiler alert, but whatever. In No Way Home, like, there's no way that guy is 40. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's crazy. Tobey Maguire, he looks his age. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Garfield does not. <laughs> but but does Tobey Maguire? Well, he's Toby, only, what, 43? He's, 40, almost, he's, almost, no, oh, he's almost 50? Oh, he's 50, 46 or 47. Wow. Like, he's almost 50. Yeah, he doesn't look almost 50 he yeah. looks like maybe early 40s yeah like that's yeah. that's the way that i always i that i was like i was telling people i was like oh yeah no way home it was like it was like a spider-man around 40 a spider-man around 30 and a spider-man around 20 mm. that's what you know what i mean like give or take a couple years but like um but it's interesting because it's like they're all playing almost 10 years younger than mm. they really are like right. tom is 26 andrew's 38 and toby's 46 like they're all playing almost, you know, like five to ten years younger than they actually are. Mm. Like, just because they look that good. Like, and props to Tobey Maguire for, like, leaving the Hollywood, like, on-camera fame type stuff and just, like, staying in shape. Like, <laughs> like yeah. props to that guy. Um, tangent. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, tangent. <laughs> but, yeah, Doctor Strange 2. Can't wait. Can't wait. Absolutely. Great trailer. Check out the trailer reaction right now on the channel. Um... um yeah, and then my one, your two, yeah. uh, the Batman. And really, oh. they're, like, interchangeable. Yeah, the Batman, uh, I'll be honest, Robert Pattinson, I was like, oh, Robert Pattinson. I think I'm sold at this point. I haven't watched that trailer that came out the with Bat him. And in, yeah, I haven't watched that. I think I'm just going to kind of stay away from that. that. I'm gonna Personally, I'll probably stay away from that one. Um, I think I'm – and I don't really do this with movies often, with trailers, but I think I'm just ready to just go in. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is March, right? Yeah, March fourth. I remember when the first preview came out in twenty twenty one, and in my head I'm like, "There's oh God, no, there's no way that it's coming out in twenty twenty one," because it was like still in production at that no, point. Didn't the first Batman trailer come out in twenty? No, it came 20? out twenty twenty. Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, because they filmed but, it, fa- in but that was late twenty twenty one. Like it yeah. was late twenty twenty. It was supposed to be right. Um, I think it was originally it was November twenty twenty, and then it was going to be October. It was going to be Halloween. Like, the, it was going to be the 31st of October mm. 2021 for the longest time, and oh, then they okay. moved it. Um, but, yeah, so excited for that movie. Uh, Jeffrey Wright, Paul Dano, Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Colin Farrell, million people in that John thing. Turturro. John Turturro. Feel, he's not is, getting uh, any play in the trailers, but, you know. No, yeah. He's hopefully, not he's, hopefully he's uh, in it. Uh, and possible. There's rumors about Barry Keegan being Joker. I don't know if that's true, but yeah. I, I, I can totally see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very excited. awesome. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, just go go check out. And like we said, really, the only I think Bullet Train and Mission Impossible mm-hmm. Seven, maybe a couple others don't have trailers right now. Most of the movies that we put out, um, you know, and we'll probably do another one of these in June, like we did this past year, because you know, half of the movies right now, we don't know what's actually coming out. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, there's going to be so many movies that come out in October, November, and December that, like, you know, aren't even announced right mm. now. So, you know, we'll probably do another, just like we did last year, you know, most anticipated the rest of 2021. We'll probably do that for 2022. Mm. Um, but for now, yeah, a lot of these have trailers out and everything, so go check them out. Let us know what you guys think of them. You know, comment down below what you guys are most anticipating for 2022. Um, and what you guys think about, you know, our lists, uh, or what we're anticipating. Um, yeah, let us know what you guys think. Comment down below. You can also tweet at us at the official PFN. 
You follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the official PFN on all those platforms. We're posting uh, almost daily on there, whether it's news or you know exclusive content on TikTok. Um, so yeah, that'll do it. I think for me, I've been one of your hosts, Sean Monk. I've been your other host, TJ Cornwell. Um, as Sean said, comment, like, subscribe uh, on the videos below. Uh, videos suggested. Uh, comment maybe your most anticipated for 2022 um yeah that's all i have i think uh we will see you on the next pfn live boom